Somebody could just punch you in the stomach and it might help. Ben, I know you want to hit me. <laughs> I'm not getting, you got, no, you got to not, stop offering to punch you in the stomach, guy. It makes you look bad. I'm not saying it's going to be me. I'm just saying you could ask somebody. I'm sure. Oh, okay, you, who I'm going to ask? Ducky. Ducky's yeah. got a strong left hook. Travis. Ducky will headbutt the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah. She like, will in a very cute, cute way. Yeah. So look, tonight's just gonna be me. Butt. What is she a side dog? Centering myself. <laughs> yeah. She's adorable, and everything. When she she jumped into the trash earlier today, and she, it was the cutest thing I've ever seen. It was grade A trash cat. Is she part raccoon? She well, have you seen her? Yes. Yeah. She's she colored is. a little bit like a raccoon. Mm-hmm. A raccoon. A raccoon. Look at her over there. Her eyes all squinted. She she likes to look at my plate. Like she wants to kill herself. Yeah, she doesn't want to kill herself. She just wants to eat it. That was a turn. Um. So. 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 Guess what we did last week? Yeah. So last week we we recorded an episode, and then the next day we went down to do a show, yeah, comedy show, down in Opelika at the um, old Coke bottling facility. It was cool. It was back in... Um, Do none of us remember the actual name of the place? February of 2018. 2018. It was the that's 21st. When, that's when we went. Um, For the Battle of O-Town. Yeah, the Battle of O-Town. Yeah, what was the actual place called? Let's do some Googling. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was just called the old... No, it, had, it, it was had called the Coke Bottling. Oh, you guys don't remember it? It was plan. like a week ago and bleep. Shut up. Well, a it was lot. a really cool place, though. Yeah, no, no it, was it was cool for place. realsy called the Bottling Plant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Bottling Plant Event Center. Yeah, oh, yeah. See, I thought I it was a that. brewery. No. The brewery was down the street. Right. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Opelika is one of those places that we'll say is dilapidated. Yeah. So this woman, basically, who owns this plant, or this, uh, Event place. It's well, basically just like she's like a real estate person. Yeah, she's like a, she's, she's done like a, it to a bunch a developer. of developers. Yeah, she's a real estate developer mm-hmm. basically, and she's like, I'm gonna like revitalize Opelika. Yeah, which is amazing because it's just like just her. Yep, kicking ass and taking names, putting other motherfuckers to shame, and like and some, now and, yeah. and some of that stuff has been happening in Huntsville too. But that's like the effort of a lot of people coming together, and this is just one woman revitalizing yeah. Opelika. When it happens in Huntsville, it's like the city supports it, uh-huh. right? And like we bring in developers, and there are a lot of people. Mm-hmm. This woman, like, we drove into town, and we were like, "Oh, legitimately surprised to see that this looks like one of the nicer towns in a Supernatural episode." Yeah, yeah, it was nice. It was cool. We had a fun drive on the way down. Uh, my car caught a flat tire. Yeah. 
my car caught a flat tire and that was real fun. And um, yeah, we get it. You know, we pulled into like what a shell station, and yeah. then we we're like, oh, where's then uh, a tire place? Yeah, so we like put it. We put the donut on, and I was like, well, we need to find a tire place to like tighten the lug nuts down and to pressurize the the tire. And uh, I was like, well, there's one like two and a half miles away. That's the closest one that Google showed me. And then Ben pulls it up, and he's like, there's one. 200 feet away <laughs> and we, we literally looked down the street and there it was yeah <laughs> we could have spit on it yeah yeah we did well i didn't because i'm not rude they were asking for it i guess so. they said spit for courtesy but <laughs> spit for tip but yeah that was spit for tip funny enough it like that was right in like birmingham yeah. where our half waypoint was and we had lunch at hattie b's Delicious. I ate some really hot chicken, and we took a video of it. Um, you can find it at the YouTube channel that I put in the in the link. Yeah, in, Travis in cried. It really cemented uh, the fact that he is in fact. Human. I mean, I cried more no, not, as a reaction. I'm not saying the crying was a bad thing. I'm just saying it <laughs> made me realize, oh shit, you are actually human. Yeah, well, see, like I say in my bit, like. That's how I make sure that I still have human emotions. Yes. Is that I eat really spicy food, like hot, natural hot chicken. And it was, it was good. You can have it like, all. Like, I had the, I had the hottest flavor that they had to offer. Shut the cluck up! Oh. Ari's gonna go vomit. Yep. Vomit cast. Vomit cast. Vomit cast. Vomit cast. Vomit cast. I'm just saying how hard I have to stomp for it to pick up. But so then um, we went down to Opelika, and, and that was a fun show. It was a good time. Yeah. Uh, met a lot of cool people. Our own Miss Ari Kobler came in second goddamn yeah, place. Yeah, she came in second place in the competition. Do you want to say something about that? Uh. She's got to come back over here. Don't vomit on us, please. Don't tell me what to do. I'm always making suggestions. It was really cool. Um, I feel like I've been out of the game for a while, so it was nice to kind of get back in it and do well. Yeah. I mean, the material I did was like banger stuff. Yeah, so yeah it was all like your classic stuff. My my goods. You brought your A game with that. Yeah, you brought did. my A game. People, I hear people like say like, "Oh, I'm out of town. I'm gonna try out some new stuff." Yeah, no, never do Don't that. Do that. Don't, Don't do, do that. Don't do that. Bad idea. Add a new element. That yeah. can be fun. Yeah. But don't do a new joke. Mm -hmm. Do your older material. Do it's what it's there for. Works. Yeah, it's yeah. why you practice it at your open mics. Because you don't know who's a booker, mm -hmm. right? And if you just bomb, you've missed a chance to get booked out of town again. Yeah. Do your A material. But um. Don't half-ass it. And then we started going back up to Huntsville from Opelika, which if for a for like a relative measurement of time, it's like a four hour drive down there and a four hour drive back. So we we left. Uh, when did we eat at Hattie B's? At like two o'clock? Yeah, just about. Yeah, so it was like we left Huntsville around noon and then got to Birmingham at two and then Opelika, which is about on time. Yeah. And then we spent we spent a good bit of time in Birmingham because we had time to kill. Yeah. Uh, but then on our way back up, we stopped at a Whataburger because that's like the only What's you Whataburger. 
Well, there's like around us. There's like six of them there, but we stopped at like the last one you could stop at. Like if you're going up over either 31 or 65. When you are in North Huntsville or North Alabama, you know that Whataburger exists. Yes. You've eaten a Whataburger before. And you've had the experience of taking a bite, putting it down, shaking your head, and then going, what a burger. What a burger. What a burger. Just like you like it. <laughs> um, so, but there are no Whataburgers in North Alabama. Nope. Got to go all the way down to Birmingham. Got to go to Beeham. Specifically, Fultondale. Damn. So, yeah. so we stopped there. Uh, but yeah, it was kind of. For a midnight snack. It was yeah. kind of funny because we go inside and like, sure, we use the bathroom and stuff, but then we just kind of stood around staring at each other. And then an old lady popped her head around the corner and said, oh shit, y'all are here. Yeah. <laughs> there then, was no one there. And then began to list off a bunch of stuff that they didn't have. What like a they were out of, they, they didn't have ice. Did, no, their soda fountain wasn't working. What else didn't they have? Uh, they had like some sort of chicken that they were out of. Uh-huh. Some coleslaw, I believe. One of their sauces. But yeah. luckily, they had burgers and fries. Yeah, they had burgers, they had burgers and, fries. and fries and spicy ketchup. That's what we That's wanted. what you what need we to know. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, they had plenty of burnt fucking tea, too. What a burger. Yeah, that tea was not great. I just I mean, water. it would have been a little better if we had ice. Like, that would have... No. No? You don't no. think so? Yeah, Nothing then it would have been cold, that. burnt tea. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was not great. I will say that um, Whataburger is like our In-N-Out which yeah. means it's also the religious in and out or in and out is the heathen Whataburger. Unless in and out is founded by so. a bunch of like, does in and out play Christian music? Does anybody no. know? Yeah. They've got like uh, fucking I mean? like, it's like cookout where they've got proverbs and shit on there. Yeah, in and out does. Yeah. What? what? Yeah. I've never been to an in and out. I am so. shook. Okay, yeah. real talk. It's from California, so I just assumed that it was. <laughs> it was a heathen. It was a heathen. Oh god, uh, Alabama quick. has got me. I didn't realize that Cookout had Proverbs one seven on there. Yep. Oh. Which, and then, uh, by the way, look. Okay, I believe that you should be able to open yeah. a business if you're in and out. Prints Bible citations in small print on areas of packaging. This practice began in the 1980s during Rich Schneider's pres- presidency. <clears throat> A reflection of the Christian beliefs held by the Snyder family. Okay. Well, la di da di da. Yeah. I assumed. Shame on me. You know what you say about assuming? Makes an ass of you and me. Yep. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I mean, you can be religious and make good food. Look at uh, Chick Fil A. Yeah. But here's 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 the thing. You can be religious and make good food. All right. And I believe as a religious person, you should be able to open your business. And as long as you're not persecuting other people, you should be able to do whatever you want, right? Yeah. Hobby Lobby. But <laughs> the point is, is that even Chick-fil-A, which is famously closed on Sundays, yeah. and hires cows to paint ritualistic Satan blood <laughs> on their fucking billboards. Thank you, Jared Harris, for that, for telling that joke on stage in front of me. Um, okay. even then, they do not have Bible verses on their, like, packaging. That's true. I think the Bible verses are a little much. They are a smidge much. They're but, a smidge yeah. much. But here's the thing. Like, sure, we all know that Chick-fil-A is religious. They don't have to print stuff on there. 
True. Did you you didn't know until I just told you that In and Out was religious? That yeah, is no. true. I didn't realize. I've also never I've been never to In and Out cookout cup. Yeah. Until just now, I've never eaten it In and Out either. I just know this. Just one of those things you know. Yeah. I'm I full of weird random facts. If I'm, you if you bashed me over the top of the head, a game of Trivial Pursuit would fall out. Oh, sweet. I have always version. wanted a game of Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> huh? I've always wanted a game of Trivial Pursuit. Wanted or won? Wanted. You've never owned Trivial Pursuit? I feel I'm like this conversation... I'm you up, Ben. Uh, for a game of Trivial Pursuit. I will throw this mug at you that you like. <clears throat> I don't like that one that much. Good. Travis picks up but his yeah. tea mug just in case. So we were we go to eat at Whataburger. We have delicious burgers with terrible tea. And I had been the driver slash navigator yep. slash well shotgun slash navigator the whole night. Yep. Which if you're riding shotgun in my car, you are the unofficial navigator. Yep. Yeah. So Arya calls out shotgun. I'm like, okay, cool. I get to zone out and play Pokemon the rest of the way <laughs> home. That nope. is <laughs> this is not true. Nope. I fell asleep immediately. <laughs> And, and Travis goes about five minutes later, hey, Ben, which way do I need to turn? And I just, I kind of lean up and look. I'm like, fuck it, go right. Anything yeah. salvageable. So we start going and you go, this isn't 31. I'm like, yeah, we'll fix it. And so a few country turns later, uh, we see, I'm like, hey, Travis, uh, on this next road, you're going to turn left on seven. Seven. No road, no street, no boulevard, it no avenue. Seven. Seven. It wasn't even like County Road Seven. Either. It was just, it just seven. seven. But yeah, guess how long we were supposed to drive on seven? How long? Throw a number out. Seven minutes. Two. No, four Two miles. miles. Four miles. Four miles. <laughs> Thank you for planning. <laughs> and so we started driving down good old seven. And as we start driving down this road, the trees begin to multiply to the point where it's just solid wood on both sides of the road. Have you seen that scene in Spirited Away? No. Not you haven't, but <laughs> Travis. Yeah. Where the family oh, yeah, are driving, driving the through the woods. Yeah. It was like that except nighttime. Oh, God. Yeah. It and was that, also like that in that we did pass a spiritual barrier to another world. We did. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't think this was on 7. I think this was on 31. No, this was 7. Was this it? Was this seven. was 7. This is okay. how we got to 31. Yeah. Okay. But no, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that because we need to talk about the street side. The one-lane tunnel. Yeah. In the so, middle of a fucking S-curve. So I see, I see this sign that says one-way tunnel, and I'm like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? One-way <laughs> tunnel? What? <laughs> And then we roll up on it. And sure enough, it's a fucking... There's like a wall in the middle of the road. And there's this tunnel. Yeah. With graffiti all with inside graffiti of it. graffiti all inside of it and everything. And I'm just like, I don't feel good about this. Like... You just straight up stopped for a minute. I did. Yeah. But I get bad vibes about places. And like, are you going to attest to this? When we were driving back from Gatlinburg, I pulled into a gas station, got a bad vibe about it, and then left. That is true. <laughs> that means somebody was getting fucked in the bathroom. And yeah. I had to pee, by the way. <laughs> I, I had to pee, like, real bad. And Travis was like, no, we are waiting. And I was yeah. like, all right, well, someone's about to ruin some upholstery. <laughs> but go on. But so I get bad vibes about places, especially if I feel like there may be like ghosts or shit there, and <laughs> damn right there was shit there. I start. I was like 
freaking out about going in this tunnel. So I just like slowly start rolling out. He also at this time <laughs> is just yelling, what, 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 over and over again as we pass through this tunnel and for a good two to three minutes afterwards. Dude, it was, oh my God. The, well, be- and because... the best thing was once we finally started rolling like, through yeah. it. Yeah, we get about halfway through, and it was it wasn't like the t- it was not like the tunnel from Back to the Future. It was only like thirty or fifty feet long. Yeah, it was a short tunnel. We get yeah. halfway through it, and then this brown bunny just starts hopping weirdly high, and Travis just just I freaking just his fucking head, like just screaming. Out. Ari, you're also kind of screaming because he was screaming, and I'm in the back seat laughing my dick off because I feel that good, sweet, cold. Embrace of death grabbing me. <laughs> and a uh, moment of silence for the dick that Ben laughed off that day. Yeah. We have not Poor. found a body for burial, but we are looking. Pour one out for my dick. Yeah. That means jerk off when you're home. <laughs> but so for like the rest of the trip, I was freaking out because I was convinced that we had crossed through a liminal space. Yeah. And I was like, something crazy is going to happen. Because we are not in our reality anymore. We Unknown are in a fake man. reality. You know why I believe you're right? Why? Because Scott Eason was wearing his hat forwards last night. Oh, God, you're right. He oh, was. no. He was. If that's the thing that changed in this other reality we're not in, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this reality. Yeah, why couldn't be in the, we be in the reality where, I don't know, Sigourney Weaver is president? Yeah. I, why can't we be in the reality where I'm rich and Travis is... A tree? Is that what you want to be, Travis? Rich. Yeah. <laughs> also, Either a tree or a robot. Yeah, a Travis rich, is a, a robot. A robot tree from the Early Works Museum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my... That, I, I just your want jam? to be the robot tree. Uh, That's actually my full character arc. Is I go in the future, become a tree, become a robot tree, come back in time, and found the Early Works Children's History Museum. Look, why can't like we come... Why, if we were going to pass into a different dimension, why couldn't it have been a dimension... Where like Lost had a satisfying ending, or The Sopranos, and 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 Pushing Daisies is still on TV, and, and Carnival, Firefly, Prometheus was a better movie. Yeah. Uh, also, are we in like the? Is this like a Song of Storm situation with you with like the robot tree from Other Works Museum? What? You know, like no. All right, let's say all right. So the Song of Storms in Ocarina of Time. You go into oh, the right, you go into yeah. the future and learn it so you can teach it to him when you're a kid. Yeah. Because he learned it from you when you were a kid. Yeah, there's actually a Time name. travel is confusing. There's Damn a right. name for that paradox. Is it the Song of Storms paradox? No. But there is a name for that paradox where like I've seen it made fun of in some children's cartoons. Yeah. Where there's like uh this group in a dangerous situation and uh are like trying to sneak away from a guard. And someone gets hit in the face with, like, a rock. And someone's like, oh, hey, a rock. I'll throw this rock to distract the guards and we'll go away. Mm-hmm. And then then they're in the past and they see themselves trying to sneak around the guards. And uh, they're like, hey, this is that rock. I need to throw it at us. And so they're like, where did the rock come from, though? Like, do you see? Yeah. Like, how do you get the? It's, how did you get the original idea to throw the rock? It is the Harry Potter, like, fighting off the Dementors. 
Yeah, yeah like Moment. Harry, Harry defended himself against the Dementors in the past. Yeah. Yeah, that or, kind of thing. Or the Savitar exists because Barry Allen created a time remnant of himself yeah. to fight Savitar, which still to this day, I'm just like, but why and how? But yeah, time travel... Time travel in media is a tricky. Well, there's two. Or, there's two ways. Was, we have to think about time as a line in reality. True. But in fiction, it can be a circle. In well, it's a like wibbly a wobbly, timey wimey. Don't. <laughs> don't. Don't. Pandering. Don't. Uh, um. Don't pander. No. Here's another. Don't tell me what to do. I learned here, the hard way. Here's an example that I've seen in the form of a meme. You know the you know the Dolan comics. Yeah. You wow. Nothing we, can be more correct than a meme. So continue. <laughs> you know the um, you know what Goofy looks like in those Dolan comics. Yeah, two thousand and four comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wants a ref- wants its reference back. <laughs> and so, basically, um, Goofy is standing there. Yeah. And he's like, "Look, a hat!" And he reaches down into the panel below him, takes his hat. For a frame, he has two hats, and he's happy. And then his hat gets taken, and then he's sad. Like, that's yeah. that paradox. Yes. There, there is a name for it. I'll find it eventually. Eventually. But yeah, so it was just Adventures Abound. Is that the like full version of Evan's name? What? Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about the conspiracy that is trying to keep Bobby Flay's true name? From the record. <laughs> I thought... Uh, no, 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 no. We're going to talk about things. this, and then we're going to talk about that McDonald's thing that you talked about on the way to fucking cookout. We're not going to talk about the McDonald's thing. That we're has gonna, to stay secret. No. Damn it. Uh, yeah, so Robert Flavor. We know you're out there. <laughs> Robert Flavorton. Robert Flavorton. Roboito Flavortown. The other day I It all connects. <laughs> A lot of people know this, but Robert Flavorton is actually related to Guy Fieri, Flavor Town, Esquire the Third. Have you seen the meme of uh, Gordon Ramsay's daughter? And he's just he like bends down and asks, oh yeah, uh, I was about to say, say something about like, that. He asks her, "What's it like uh, having a dad as the best chef in the world?" And she goes, "Jamie Oliver's not my dad." <laughs> That's hilarious because there is a feud between. So the world of celebrity chefs is fascinating because unlike most celebrity like things where there's a lot of crossover, right? Mm-hmm. Like TV stars become movie stars or, you know, authors get works made into movies or television shows. Celebrity chefs are really isolated yeah. Yeah. from the rest of celebrity them. And they're all in it's all interconnected because most of them work for the food network. Yeah. So they fight a lot and it's hilarious. Are you trying to get that sound bite? No, it just happened to be very satisfying. <laughs> I don't um, even know if my mic picked that up. That's I love that. I love one of my favorite zingers or like roasts is the. So how does it feel to have really positive thing? Oh, somebody else isn't my yeah dad or <laughs> yeah. whatever. You know, I'll let you know when I experience that for the first time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know when it happens. What was it like having a really great orgasm with your husband? Oh, I'll let you know when I get one. <laughs> Boom! Yeah. Roasted. Roasted. Okay, Google, can I get a uh, list of burn centers in the area? <laughs> I don't have a husband. I found a few locations for burn centers near you. Yeah, Crestwood Hospital. 
Don't go there. No, that's not even the first one. Oh, no. It was the first time. Uh, it was the first one last time you did it. Uh, no, this time it is... Oh, it's gone. Honestly... Especially, like, if you... Um, like, this is, what, this is what happened to Guy Fieri and why he's, like, devoted to his aesthetic besides yeah. being a demon. Because um, de- <laughs> demons, demons are... We're not saying that Guy Fieri is a demon. We're saying that, like demons, he is... Married to his Married aesthetic. to his aesthetic. Which, as we know, demons... That's a thing. That's a, that's a thing that demons share. So, like, but so, I've never seen a demon and Guy Fieri in the same room. You know what I'm saying? If you are on a Food Network show like uh, Cutthroat Kitchen or Chopped or Cooks vs. Cons or something like that, and you win, you then get a up to two-year contract or more if they like you even more. But generally, you'll get a two-year contract to do something excuse me, to do something else with Food Network. Yeah. And basically from there, they just like keep giving you longer and longer contracts. And so this is the same kind of thing that happened with Guy Fieri. He won a show. He won a competition show, got a contract, and a Food Network producer was like, this was basically like, this is your aesthetic. Yeah. This like bowling shirts and frosted tips and welcome to Flavor Town and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. This is you now. Yeah. And that's that's what happened, which also Guy Fieri has done nothing wrong. Yeah. Thank you, Shane Torres. <laughs> yeah. Check him out. It is true. Check out check out Shane Torres yeah. talking about Guy Fieri and how they've done the, and how he's done nothing wrong. Yes. But it is true. Like Guy Fieri is actually a really cool person. If you actually like it's interesting the Guy Fieri thing, because in this past year we've seen so many beloved figures just be proven to be actual like monstrous human beings yes and every once in a while it's just super popular to like hate somebody who's really only crime is trying to succeed in the very difficult field of entertainment yes the same with like nickelback like nickelback never created good music but what did they do outside of get popular and publish some shitty albums that's it yeah, that's it. Like, yeah. not a single member of Nickelback, to my knowledge, has been proven to be, like, a rapist or what? Uh-oh. Uh, ben has something to say. Wait, is an, is I take back what I said if Nickelback is, like, secretly a child abuser or whatever? Let me do some Googling, because I'm fairly certain Chad Kroger did something fucked up. Ah, Chadwick Kroger? Heir to the Kroger <laughs> dynasty. It's not spelled the same way. There's an yeah, o, there's an E after the O. Well, obviously, Kroger had to change the spelling after Chad Kroger did whatever horrific thing he tried to do. I'm yeah. going to topple Kroger with this rumor. All right. I'm going to drive. Well, and then I won't have right anywhere to shop for crofi- groceries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I will ruin my we'll ha- sweet we'll savings go, and deals. We'll have to go more than half a mile away. <laughs> Not we, even half a mile. Like we won't be able point, to, like two two fifths of a mile. Yeah, we could walk there if we wanted to, yeah. but we don't because we're lazy. Mm-hmm. Also, crossing the parkway is hard. Yeah. Ben this is going to take longer than. I'm okay, how about to. Creed? Basically, the guy from Creed was no, like, "Hey, man, I love my son." No, no, Scott Stop is a dick. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll take that back. How, who else is popular to hate that's probably, like, a decent person? Um, Skrillex? I was going to say maybe a woman. Yeah. Pink? Any, any woman. Is any woman. Yeah. Any woman is acceptable. <laughs> yeah, Pink, well, uh, what Christina about um, Anne Hathaway? 
Who hates Anne Hathaway? Several people, apparently. Oh. What, like uh, the WBC? What? What? The Westboro Baptist Church? No, like actual, like actual non- people, not yeah, like not, actual, those not crazy fake, people, yeah, fake people. Yeah, I didn't know that there were people that hated Anne Hathaway. Yeah, apparently it was like a huge thing to do back in the two thousands. Really? When she was starting to come up. Why? Because she was in Princess Diaries? I have no idea. Huh. Oh, Honestly, she... I think it was because she was popular with like teenage girls. Yeah. Stephanie well, Meyer yeah. is a good example yeah, of yeah. this. Yeah, there we go. Stephanie Meyer. And it, basically, if you become popular with teenage girls, you, you are, are despicable. Yeah. Here's the thing about Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. Twilight is a bad story. Twilight is a bad story. But guess what? There are millions of bad stories out there. There yeah. are millions, but there aren't enough that like get like a fucking movie series. Uh, like, are you kidding me? Yeah. There are tons that get movie series. Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, because that came out after be- because of Twilight. Right. It could have happened without Twilight. It could have. And could and have. Twilight I look, you can't like I'm not gonna blame Twilight for the existence of Fifty Shades of Grey. Stephanie Meyer was not like Hey yeah. Somebody write write this. a fanfic. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Like here's the thing, it's this is a completely different conversation. Look, Unless you actually want to add that. I'm yeah. not going to disagree. And there are some, we'll say, problematic messages in it. Fucking However, me. I have decided that I'm not going to sit here and demonize something that teenage girls like just because I don't agree with the message. Look. Instead, I'm going to have a conversation with them about why it's wrong. And I think we're, we're I think we're underestimating teenage girls. They know that dating somebody who is significantly older than them is a bad thing. Yeah. They know that somebody sneaking into their room and watching them sleep is not romantic. I mean, I don't know a single teenage girl who's like chill with stalkers. You know? Yeah. It's a fantasy thing. Yeah. Uh, the same way that people have like, enjoy en- killing things in video games. If you enjoy it, you enjoy it. Go enjoy it. Right. As long as it's not like child porn or something. Yeah. yeah. That, or like there, there white supremacy literature. Great- Specifically about Twilight, there is a great video by Lindsay Ellis. Yes. About why Twilight got the hate that it got and how a lot of it was unfair. I was actually planning a mini podcast series, like for bonus material for this, where I wanted to talk about with like, you know, my fellow like people who who came of age during the Twilight, the crazy Twilight era, about like Twilight and like the hate that they got for liking Twilight after sort of the romance had ended because mm-hmm. there was a time period where pretty much everyone you talked to who had read the book were like yeah that's a really good book and then the movies came out yeah and everybody was like those are garbage fires mm-hmm. See, this was around like, 2008 i feel like the same thing can happen to harry potter eh, yeah. not so much i don't think not, it's the not, same not, degree. As, not as not to the same degree yeah but the i've only seen the third one recently i've seen everyone except for the second half of seven yeah but I've seen the third one, the most recent. Yeah. That is not a good movie. No. So I feel like maybe people like me only saw maybe a chunk of it and were like, this is bullshit. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I feel like that's just a thing that happens with like fandom hysteria. Yes. Yeah. Like people, other people will get turned off by the, like a fan's pure passion yeah, zealousy for something. Well, and we don't even have to go with Twilight for, like, example of things that are just hated because teenage girls like them. I fell off the wagon for all the hype of uh, The Walking Dead. Yeah. Or, like, um, Justin Bieber. Yeah. Like, did Justin Bieber produce good music when he was, you know, 
14 or whatever. No. Well, no, he was 14. He was going to. But was it worth grown men, like, calling him slurs online? Well, like, yeah. adult men? Adult. Adults. That's the thing. I, I think it's weird that these, like, or like with One Direction, the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably I wasn't, you know, I wasn't paying attention. Probably back in the nineties, people were freaking out because NSYNC was popular. Right. Yeah. And that was destroying music. Well, like, here, here's the thing about grown men—they're going to complain about whatever's popular. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying they need to stop. They're not going to. Well, then I will stop them. Oh. <laughs> All right, Kobler, whipping ass, taking names. The world's worst. Superhero. Put another oh, were you complaining shame. about something that's for teenagers? Fuck you. Mm-hmm. I just think that, like, I, like, I think that if it's popular with teenage girls, you know, we're going to instantly try to demonize it. Or, like, it's worse. And I'm not saying that Twilight is good. Because it's not. I'm just saying that it's not any worse than, like... It's I don't not know. Any worse than Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles or yeah, something. Yeah, it's not any worse than anything that um, John Green has written. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like you're defending Doritos as sustenance. I mean, no. yeah, but people defend Doritos as sustenance all the time. And I yeah. just don't understand why the Doritos in the pink bag is worse sustenance than Are there the Doritos, Doritos in, in the, the pink blue. Bag? No, that's like a, no. I'm gendering it. Why? Yeah, well, I'm picking up what you're putting down, but yeah. they're... Like, do you know how many guys I've had try to explain to me about how, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is secretly the best thing in the world? I mean... Oh, I had a coworker that will do that to you with anything. Yeah. Like, and I, I personally have never read Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I've never seen the comics or, yeah. like, the TV shows or the early movies or anything. Yeah. But I just, like, don't get it. I don't think it's that great. I don't know. Yeah. I just missed it. And I don't... Like cool concept maybe the original comics are amazing and it's probably not as bad as twilight is yeah but i just don't understand why that's like lauded as you know something you yeah, have see, to read yeah, yeah. The thing. if teenage mutant ninja turtles had become popular with teenage girls instead of teenage boys same thing would have happened it is there is literally like a teenage girl syndrome that things will happen to yeah yeah that's true like, um, I actually think, well, now I'm trying to think of something that's like less obviously girly, right? Like Twilight and boy bands, very girly stuff. Um, now I'm trying to think of something that's less obviously girly that got teenage girl syndrome. TGS. Um, uh, I don't know. Bleach. Panera Bread. Panera Bread. Like, it, it, Starbucks. Like animes. Ooh, Starbucks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, dude. Spice lattes from Starbucks. Yeah. Yuri on Ice kind of got that treatment. Mm-hmm. Oh well, it's a yaoi. Girls like it, so yeah, it's not as good. And it's theorized that a uh, Young Justice got that treatment too. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, because it was more popular with girls than with guys. That's it's a little a more theory. complicated than that. That's a big theory about why it got taken off the air. Yeah, because it was starting to trend more with girls than boys. And um, girls was, don't buy the right yeah the toys. Girls don't buy the toys. Yeah, which is what they want to sell. Right. 
But now it's coming back. Yeah. But yeah, TLDR, uh, I was going to do that series, but it turns out I don't have to because Lindsay Ellis on YouTube already posted a great video about it. She said what we were all thinking. Yeah, called Dear Stephanie Meyer. So go check that out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's also like 45 minutes long. So. Yeah, so go check that <laughs> out when you got some time. Yeah. Too smart. Like you're doing laundry Make or something. A sandwich and pour yourself a beverage and sit down. And yeah, and video. enjoy enjoy that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I think it's really interesting, like, like this idea that we just kind of, like, decide to hate certain people. Gosh, we really did take this on a journey. Yeah. But we decide <laughs> yeah. to hate certain people or certain things just because, like, it's popular and that's the thing to do. Mm-hmm. Meantime, like, actual critically acclaimed, you know, movies and books and stuff are being written and produced and directed by horrid, horrid people. Yeah. And we're just like, eh, I don't know. I still really want to watch, you know, Midnight in Paris without feeling guilty. <laughs> so, anyways, Travis. Yeah. This episode is called Hunted. Hunted. What do you think it's about? Sam and Dean are traveling through the woods, and they come across a demon, and they're able to defeat it, but not without. It having scratched Sam's arm. And so Sam now has to go on a journey through the world to try to get this scar from the demon healed. <laughs> and on his way, he meets an industrial he, he, woman. <laughs> he just meets Billy Bob Thornton yeah. as a midget. Billy Bob Thornton is there. That's just the Princess Mononosuke. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Well, I'm fairly certain that won't happen this time on Supernatural, but we'll find Let's out. find out. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. Not all three of us have to say it. So Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Cutting out. Cutting it out. Cutting it out. Cut it out. For a while when we came back from breaks, you would say, uh, we made it. We made it. As <laughs> if we had to like survive. Yeah. You know what? We fucking did. Yeah. Honestly, with some of the sketches in season one, it's like we did make it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we did make those just sketches. Just barely yeah. though. Just barely. Yeah. Whenever I said we made it, I mean just barely. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that was Hunted. Hunted. Season two. Episode, episode nine. Uh, like nine. Nine. Ten. No, ten. God, we're so we're almost halfway through the season. The devil it just is that? flies by. I know, right? I feel like only yesterday we were like, "Hey, what if we do a podcast?" I know. When we first started <laughs> the show, and we got to like this point, I was like. Oh my god, this is gonna take forever. Yeah, and now we're here, and I'm like, oh my this god, is going by way faster than I yeah, thought. Yeah, this is crazy. I totally thought you were gonna be like, no, it's gonna take forever. We were like, hey, we're comedians. What if we got a podcast? Yeah, that's that's, easy, that's right? something comics do. It's like a it's like a achievement in a game. <laughs> Become a comedian, yeah. start a podcast. Well, you went to your first open mic, you started a podcast. Nobody listens to it. I mean, this no. is a fairly original idea for a podcast, which you could say about every podcast. <laughs> Yeah, True. every podcast is an original idea. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> there was a college humor video making fun of like too many podcasts, and the idea for the podcast was West Wing and Winks, 
which is where they oh, eat wings yeah. and talk about the West Wing. Which is a podcast I would listen to since I listen to West Wing Weekly. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I love that show. Um, so yeah, but we're not here to talk about West Wing and Wings. Or Wing and Wings. We're here to talk about Supernatural and Wings. You yeah. know, fun fact, I've seen Super less... Wing Jewel. I've seen less episodes of The West Wing than I have of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I've only seen one so like episode. like negative episodes? Like negative episodes. <laughs> I've only seen you've one. Seen a, you've seen... House of Cards, so that detracts from the West Wing episodes you've seen. I've yeah. also never seen House of Cards. Oh, well, that was a joke I was making, but whatever. I have seen more West Wing than I have of Supernatural. I have I seen... Because you live with her. I actually, actually... I, I started you. watching That's, West Wing before yeah. we moved in. I started, really? I watched West Wing, like, last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got up to, like, season six, right? Yeah, and then it got boring. Eh, I think it picks up in season seven. Probably. With the campaign stuff. Yeah, this is all like leading up to the campaign. Yeah, like they're, we're finding out who the. And it's, it, this isn't a West Wing show. <laughs> we are not here to do West yeah, Wing and no. Wings. This we're is here su- to talk about anime. <laughs> <laughs> and, and occasionally, if, and if we have time, it, if you hate the anime talk, sorry about it. You didn't pay us. <laughs> <laughs> if we have time after we're done talking about anime, we will get to Supernatural. Yep. But it is a big baby. All right. Oh man. It is at best a perhaps. I've actually been <laughs> a talking about perhaps. I've been talking about anime with a coworker of mine. Yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been fun. And that's why we haven't talked about it as much on the podcast. Yeah, just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, so we watched the can't episode stop, "Hunted." Won't stop. It was very cool. Yes, uh, we had a cold open with a dude talking to his therapist, and he was describing his psychic powers. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, I can uh, electrocute stuff with my hand if I feel like it," and the doctor's like. I don't believe you. And he's like, do you want to shake on it? And the doctor's like, not really. (laughs) He's like, I believe you believe it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so then we cut to him, like walking back to his car and then bing, bang, shebang. He gets murderized with fries by a murderized with fries by a mysterious figure. The knife to the chest. Yeah. And then, uh, cut to Sam and Dean, uh, where we last, left them talking about what Dean told what John told Dean which is apparently Dean if Sam like succumbs to his demon powers Dean will have to kill Sam and Sam doesn't take that well and he's like fuck you I'm getting out of here and then the very next scene we see is Sam walking to a house and promptly exploding by grenade yep and I was like what I'm still not used to seeing them die all the time. Like, <laughs> Dude. Like well, was, we're only in season two. Give this, it time. There was the season one episode where like Dean got shot in the head. And then this with Sam blowing up. I was just like, God, I can't handle this. Wait until it's not in a vision. Wait until it happens and then they actually die. Oh and then we have to deus ex machina them back to life. Oh, man. See, I think the biggest thing is is that we're doing this week by week for yeah, you. We are not binge watching this with you. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, if we were binge watching it, we would already be like, oh, shit, they're dead if, again. If we were binge watching Supernatural when we had started like the show, yeah. we'd already be in like, we'd be done. I think mm. not quite. Well, we, we episode be probably per day hasn't been 365 days yet, so yeah, that's true. Just kidding, it's less. But... We'd probably be like what? But season... let, let's say we'd average like maybe five episodes a day. Yeah, that's almost doable. 
Yeah. Because I feel like one of us would take a nap. You would have to watch every episode, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. But so, anyway, um, then we find out that that is actually a vision of another psychic girl who is like, oh my god, I just had a crazy nightmare. I gotta save this tall drink of water. Yeah. <laughs> this tan, this brunette man with a tan, <laughs> and, uh, and a very white tan. Yeah, and an arm cast. Felt like he was like more tan in this episode. You know how I could tell? His teeth look whiter. Yeah. Like, blindingly white. Almost. Yeah. But Ain't so, uh, in, in that vision, we saw Sam, like, steal a car and whatever, and he still did that. Mm-hmm. So, basically, the girl's vision was very fragmented because we see Sam steal a car, and the next we see Sam, he's alive in the roadhouse. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ellen's like, Sam, what are you doing here? And he's like, shh. And um, basically, Sam is trying to get Ash to track down more people like him. Mm-hmm. Apparently, only four of the psychic people that they've run into have had the nursery fire thing happen. So it's even more rare. There's no pattern at all. And uh, Ash mentions three people that we've already met. Sam and Max from season one. And then Garbanzo Bean from... Uh, earlier this season. Yes. I can't remember his real name. Andrew. Yeah, Garbanzo. And (laughs) (laughs) Hello, it is I, Garbanzo. And and then we hear about this uh, fourth person who uh, died mysteriously uh, like a month ago or whatever. Something like that. And so Sam goes to check it out, find out why this guy died. And while he's there, he runs into the other psychic girl who is like, hey, I'm here to save your life. And he's like, oh my God, you're just like me. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Like Sam starts explaining the whole demon thing to her. And she is just like, okay, I thought I was nuts because of this thing, but this is even crazier. Yeah. She's like, slow your roll, Toblerone. What the uh, fuck is happening? And she finally like, agrees to want to learn the truth about why she's having these visions and they um they are able to break into like the psychiatrist's office and get the get the information on murdered kid and uh electro dude and they um they find out that they're all a plan for a war that's coming on and right as they're trying to figure out what's going on with that bang Gordon has a sniper rifle and is trying to shoot up Sam and Dean is like, hey Gordon, fucking stop that. And Gordon's like, hey, why don't you stop that? And knocks out Dean and ties him up in an abandoned house and basically is to lure Sam there to kill him because Gordon has been going around trying to hunt Sam and find other psychics before this demon army rises. That's where we find out that Gordon killed that other kid. And um... So, as planned, Sam is lured to the house. Uh, the psychic girl, whose name is Ava, who is, like, pretty much goes a 180 from, what the fuck is this crazy shit to, oh my god, I want to do, I want to help you do this. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, Sam is like, Ava, we'll cross paths another day. 
I have to do this by myself. And then uh, there's Gordon and Dean in the ramshackle house. And Gordon is like, oh, Sam's going to think Sam's going to come in the back door and I'm going to blow him up with the grenades. And Dean's like, you're an idiot. You're dumb. I can't. What? <laughs> and so Dean's tied up and Sam sneaks in the house and the grenades go off. And Gordon is like, okay, we got him. And then he tries to go inspect Dean or go find Sam's body. And Sam is like, surprise, I have a gun. I'm going <laughs> to fucking kill you. And uh, basically there's a whole showdown with Gordon where Sam again, or Sam and Dean both again, leave Gordon alive. Mm. But this time uh, they walk out of the house and Gordon is chasing them with guns ablazing, And all the cops in Lafayette, Indiana show up. Yep. Probably, probably the whole police force. Yeah. Uh, they all show up all and arrest Gordon, and they live. And Sam and Dean live to go another day in the car. Yep. And then at the end, Dean is like, "Hey, Sam, let's take a vacation." And Sam is like, "No." And that's it. Ah. But is that it? Is that it? Dun, oh. dun, dun. Then they go. Oh, yeah. And so Sam said that he would call Ava when he was safe and everything was taken care of. And he's trying to call Ava and Ava's not answering. So they go find where she lives, which was still a thing you could do in 2006. Like, well, yeah, phone books. Yeah, phone books yeah. still existed. Um. <coughs> And uh, come to find out, bitch is dead. She's not dead, but she's been either taken or possessed by a demon, because they find her fiance murderized with fries. Murderized with fries. And the engagement ring on the ground and sulfur on the windowsill. I really appreciated how one of his legs were not under the cover. Yeah, that because like yeah, classic sleep position. Do you think it was a murder fuck? No, I think no. like she just like like I think she like I'm not gonna say anything. You know, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna You're not gonna you... say how Ava is definitely Meg now. No, I think no. the fiance. I think the fiance just sleeps with one leg out of the covers. Yeah, I mean, I and then s- he was murdered in his bed. I like I'll put a blanket over me. Yeah, you sleep with one leg out yeah. as a snack for the monster on your bed. No, yeah. both my feet out. Get a okay. you know, like my legs are covered, but my feet are popping out you, so they you, can suck on my toes. Here's what I do. Okay. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. I just get those monster. I get those monster chunks wiggling in between my toes. Here's the thing: your monster has a foot fetish. Yeah, it makes sense. No, here's what I do: cover myself with a blanket, almost yep. head to toe, right? Yep. A little tuft of hair popping out. Except for one leg, which I leave out, monster just snag on during the night. Leg grows back in the morning, good to go. But I think it's like, that's just like a classic like sleep thing. Yeah. So that's, the, the, the boyfriend yeah. sleeps like a goddamn monster. And that he is, he basically sleeps like, hey, come murder me. Because he is on his back. I sleep on my back. His head is slightly propped up. His I arms are crossed well, I don't in the classic coffin position. No, actually, I actually don't I think do. his arms are crossed. No, they're, they're, no, he had like one here, like one laying I down. Will. Sometimes if I take oh, the neck, he like, got, fuck me pose. No, no, I'll like he was getting ahead. Like on my <laughs> chest like this. Yeah. I basically, like if, I, if I'm taking a nap, I look like I'm dead. 
No, you, you sleep with a handful of your own titties. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I like to hold something on the cold, <laughs> dark night. Yeah. One here, one here. That's how I roll. Yeah, yeah. No, straight up, one time when I was in college, I was in my dorm room, and I was taking a nap on my bed, and all my friends show up, and my roommate opens the door for them, and uh, they walk in, and they're like, oh my god, Travis looks like he's dead. <laughs> so they took a bunch of pictures of me. And they're like, Travis. Oh, good friends. Yeah. Travis, do you know you sleep like this? I was like, on my back like a normal human? Yes. No, I really believe that Travis, how he sleeps, with quotations around, just standing in a corner while plugged into the wall. Yes. Honestly, you're right. I don't, Charging. I don't really sleep. I just wait for the sun to come up. <laughs> <laughs> you wait for everybody else to wake up. Oh, yeah. that is more true than the joke. Yeah, Ari knows. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, and has somebody thrown their fucking sleep schedule by the wayside? Oh, yeah. Uh, even worse I than am me. there. And like, yeah, like I don't even I work, work thirds. Yeah, I don't even work third shift job, and my sleep schedule is like... I might as well be working a third shift job. What time do you average go to sleep and wake up? Um, between 5 a.m. and 10 a.m. God damn. I sleep, I sleep from like maybe 5 to 12 is what I sleep. No, I'll generally wake up like around 10 a.m. all the yeah. time. Welcome back to Sleepcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guys, I'm sorry to pull you guys away from this riveting conversation of y'all's sleep schedules. Yeah. <laughs> but what if instead what we, if talk we talked about, about anime? Murder on screen. <laughs> oh, right. Because this episode killed it. Yo, uh, this was a good episode. This it was. was very... I feel like I said to Ben when we were watching, I was like, this is peak supernatural. Yeah. We've got John being a dick from Beyond the Grave. Mm-hmm. Gordon. Gordon. Yep. Classic rock. Classic rock. Excellent one time woman. Yeah. Secretly two time woman. And then Meg. Meg is not in the episode. Yeah, but she's, we know. <laughs> she is not in the episode. Yeah. My favorite. Big giant air quotes around that from Ben. My favorite theories that Mar- Travis comes up with are the ones that are so totally wrong. Yeah. <laughs> just like uh, I have future vision the ones that aren't even like, the ones that are not even left field right on like a fucking so a, like, a soccer pitch guys, Any, anytime I'm actually trying to make a prediction about the show that's wrong not anytime every time every time <laughs> what, was the, like, what was the last time I was wrong about something bitch I don't remember besides like, describing dude, the episodes you're like sex panther oh Okay. <laughs> I can't go. I can't. Look, I, guys, I'm literally about to explode from the inside out. Much like Sam almost did in this episode. Because I cannot go for another single solitary second without how talking about how fucking adorable Ava is. Yeah. She, she is very cute. Very cute. Beginning Talk. to end. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite Ava moment in the episode? I, I liked when. Um... I like when the fiance dies and she turns out she's single. Hey, oh. Shut the fuck up, Ben. Your actual favorite Ava moment. My favorite Ava moment was when uh, after they've been shot at by Gordon and mm-hmm. then they go up on the roof where Gordon was and he's not there. And they and Sam sees like the casings around and he's like, this is this kind of casing. It's subsonic. He must have used, used a suppressor. And Ava's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> she goes like, Dude, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> My favorite Ava moment was when she was helping Sam steal the 
files. Yeah. And she's sitting in the psychiatrist's office because Scott, the kid who was murdered in the beginning, mm. was visiting a psychiatrist. Right. And she's sitting in the psychiatrist's office and she's like, the psychiatrist is like, why are you here? And it was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm anxious right now. And then she sees Sam climbing across the window and she's like, ugh. And then the, the, the psychiatrist is like, What's going on? And she said, well, I used, I once ate 10 things of Pop Rocks when I was a kid and then drank a can of Diet Coke. Do you think this was a suicide attempt? <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. really good. Yeah. What? The like, Spider Sam scene is the best. Yes. Oh, Sam fucking Mission Impossible. Spider <laughs> Sam. He's huge, Spider right? Sam. And that ledge, he's not that big. So he's just like, his feet are like, clinging to the fucking side of the building. Like, he yeah. might as well have been barefoot hanging on with his toes. Yes. He probably yes. was. He yeah. probably was. Uh, that was that was fantastic. Yeah. Do you have any, Ben? You've named both of them. I named both of them. <laughs> but for real, when the... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ava was just like... I think she was... Because this episode introduces, like, the thing. The thing yeah. that's been hinted at. Since the beginning of the season. This big war. This big demon war. Yeah. And like what John said to Dean. And that's mm. all pretty heavy stuff. Gordon yeah. comes back. Obviously. He brings a smile to my face. But that's only because I like pain. Right. Um, yeah. Sam. Like. And so Ava was really like. This needs levity. Especially since this is not a Dean heavy episode. Mm. Yeah. Usually he's slinging those jokes. Mm. Yeah. Slinging those jokes. He did still sling some jokes. He slung some jokes. Um, oh, another good Ava moment? The Funky Town moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sam calls Dean and he's like, tell, he finally is like, Dean, this is where I am. Come find me. And uh, Dean is like, yeah, I'm already here. It's like Funky Town or something like that. And <laughs> he, like, they're done or like Dean tells him where he is. And uh, then Sam is Sam is like, okay, cool. And he was like, well, what was that? And he's like, well, my brother is trapped, and there was someone with a gun around him. <laughs> and she's like, how did you know? So he used a code word. What was the code word? Funky town. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real funky yeah. town up in this bitch. Which, by the way, if I were Gordon and I heard Dean said that, I would have been like, oh, okay, Sam's just been warned. Yeah. This is a lot of things people say. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Dean says off the wall shit like that all the time anyway. Okay, so. that is true. Does Dean has Gordon ever heard Dean say shag ass? Probably. That's the real question. We've only heard him say shag ass what twice? Yes, yes. and it was enough. All right. Yeah. That is a classic demonism in my mind. They hit the quota. They hit they hit the quota of shag ass. Three third time's the charm. But yeah, so I'm sure I'm sure Gordon was just like, yeah, that's just some weird thing that Dean says because he's Dean, he's a big weirdo. He's <laughs> a big weirdo. I'm about to get his brother. Um, oh, Gordon, I thought he had a friend this episode. No, he kind of did off screen. Did friend. he? Yeah, somebody oh, in the yeah, roadhouse. Right. The reason why Gordon was able to find Sam is that somebody in the roadhouse tipped him off. Right. Yeah. To Sam's being in Lafayette, Indiana. Wait, it's not like Ellen is taking these calls in the back fucking office. No, she's like out in the open, tons of people are around. Mm. They've all been trying to like eavesdrop. 
Yeah. And she's like yelling to the phone, yeah, we haven't told anybody about Sam being a psychic and having weird yes, powers oh from the powers devil. powers that almost certainly come from a demon that we know yeah. at this point. <laughs> a pretty big, powerful demon, too. We he's, don't know anything about he's that. He's got eyes the color. They're not really red, and they're not really blue, but some other color I can't <laughs> yeah. think of. They're like a combination what happens of when you green and green. blue. It's like a brain. A brain. <laughs> nice blello. <laughs> Oh god. Um. Oh Gordon. Oh Gordon. By the way, okay. Look, it's not hypocritical now, but in like a season and a half, this whole oh, because Gordon found out his information from a exorcism he was doing. Yeah. With this demon that was possessing a teenage girl. Right. Right. And he, the demon slipped out like there was a war coming. Yeah. Uh. And Gordon was like, boop, 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 boop. Let's go back to that. Tortures the demon for a little bit to get the information out and with this, Sam's name. And Dean is like, oh, will the teenage girl survive? No, she didn't. Nobody will care about that a season and a half from now. Yeah. Yeah. Because they get the cheat code to kill demons. Ah, yes. And then we're done. Yeah. Pretty much. Up, down, L, R, A, B. Yeah. Select, start, B, Y, A, X. Yes. Pretty I much. Think, I think that was that the uh, limited health code for Grand Theft Auto Two. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, really. Plug it in, see what happens. Um, also, we get a demon's lie moment. Oh which yeah, is yeah, something that's only ever said when a demon hasn't lied. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so, how do you know that demon wasn't lying to you because you just mentioned it? Yeah, because <laughs> somebody was like, "Well, demons lie." Okay, well, that sounds like something a guilty person yeah, would say. You just threw it <laughs> so, out. Um. So yeah, can we talk about? Uh, what's the TV tropes phrase for it? The Hannibal lecture scene. The what? The Hannibal oh. lecture scene. Hannibal Lecter. Oh, Hannibal like lecture, the, uh... where the bad guy just monologues. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's Gordon. exactly what Gordon did. Yeah. Gordon was like, "Hey, Dean, now that I have you tied up, I'm going to tell you exactly how I'm going to kill Sam." Um, my favorite bad guys are like the zealots. Yeah. yeah, you know the people who really believe they're doing the right thing, mm-hmm. and Gordon definitely, at least for this oh, episode, Gordon absolutely fits that. Yeah, falls into this. He's like, "Yep, I'm doing it for the greater good." Yep, and Dean is like, "Fuck you." Yeah, yeah. is Gordon right? No. Elaborate. He's a dick. <laughs> good point. <Yeah. laughs> what do you think, Ben? Ben has future vision, so yeah. I feel oh, like yeah. I feel like I don't want to answer this question. Okay, I think I can give a non-spoilery answer. Okay. Um, think it's wrong to punish people for crimes they haven't committed yet. Yeah. Even if they're thinking about it, even if they're thinking about a crime. No. no. I mean, I think about doing crimes all the time. Exactly. Yeah. We're not going to punish you for it. Yeah. Yeah. Free thought exists. Yeah. Like, but so like Gordon's whole example was if you knew Hitler when he was still in art school, would you still pop a cap in his ass? Yeah, for using rose art. Not if I had <laughs> been born. Not if I had been born in 1911. Yeah, and like grew up and met Hitler one day. Now with future vision, exactly. Maybe. Yeah. But that's because I come from a future where Hitler did do the things he did. No. So let- I know he's going to do them no matter what. Let's say you had a time machine. Okay. And you were trying to go back and like maybe visit Shakespeare or something. Yeah. Like you weren't trying to do something and you think 
Like you weren't going, you did not have the intentions of going back in time and killing Hitler. Sure. Let's say you were going back. He's like, oh, hey, let's go catch a real Shakespearean play, like back when they were like straight up 15, first time. 1600s, yeah. yeah. And you plug that in and like maybe you hit like a bird or something while you're going through like the time warp gate tunnel. Sure. And sure. You a end, time bird. Yeah. You end up in 1943. Okay. <laughs> By we, then it is. Too late, and most of Hitler's damage has already been done. Okay, let's yeah, right. end okay. two years. Fair enough. Yeah. Let's say you end up in 1928. Okay. Before any of the shit has gone down. Got it. You know everything about Hitler. Yes. You end up in Austria. Okay. Would you make the trek and be like, hey, I'm here. Let's go fuck with Hitler. Um, That is a tough question mm. that takes more than just like... Because then you have the whole is altered right? history thing. Yeah. yeah. It, well, it's not even that. Because yeah. I wonder what history could be worse than what happened. Yeah. Mm, like, yeah. we don't... There's no hypothetical that I can, like... Do you think there would be some sort of, like, universal correction situation where even if you do kill Hitler, something equally bad will happen anyway? Well, no. Because I don't believe in, like, universal... Like, I don't believe the universe is that, like has that, like, karma effect. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't believe in karma or just world theory in the universe I currently live in. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take that belief system back with me to 1928. Gotcha. Yeah. But it's also having to ask the question of, like, am I chill with murder? Could I actually do it? Yeah, that's true. Well, I get, well, like, you know. You're talking about murdering somebody who actively killed several million people. Oh, yeah. In my brain brain, I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. But in the moment... Yeah, moment brain is like, whoa. Yeah. Still murder. I, f- I feel like Full it would be like your first kill in Skyrim when you were first playing it. Yeah. You would probably, you because but this, you wouldn't have like a quick save function. I would practice on Mussolini and then I would <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, let's go find some other monsters throughout history. There you go. Um, what about the in cold blood people? Saving people, hunting people, the, the family, family business. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, yes. If I had a time machine to go back in time, I would probably kill Hitler. Okay. I mean, I have a joke about this very thing, and the yeah. answer to the joke is: don't kill Hitler. Go see the Spice Girls in concert six times. But you could, in fact, like be you could meet up with yourself. And, like, stop yourself from killing Hitler if things get worse. Yeah, that's true. Time travel is oh, tricky. Time travel is so fucking crazy. Yeah. But that being said, there's also, with Sam in particular, there's also an intent question. Yeah. Right. Right? And that Gordon has no way to go to the future and, like, know what's going to happen. Yeah. So he doesn't even no. have the full story now. Not that we're saying anything happens. We're not saying that Sam is baby Hitler. So here's Hitler a, with better hair. Here's a question I have about Sam, and no which is probably going to be a spoiler. Yeah. Uh, all the have... psychics, all the psychics that we've seen before. Yeah. Uh, except for it seems like Sam mm-hmm. are having visions of the yellow-eyed demon. Dude, that was in my fucking notes. So, the Yellow Demon has had a chat with everybody but Sam. Yeah, the Yellow Demon has had a chat with everyone but Sam. Yeah. What's up with that? I have a theory about this. Saving yeah. for the best for last. Do you think it's because the Yellow Eyed Demon knows, like, knew the whole Winchester situation with John and all that? And if he started appearing to Sam, Sam would, like, 
be like, hey, this is some fucking crazy shit, Dad. Yes. Yeah. He definitely knows about, like, Sam knowing... Because, I mean, he talked to him last season. And right. he was yeah. like, hey, killed your mom. What's up? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he talked to Dean. So, like, if the yellow-eyed demon was just, like, time to have a chat with Sam, Sam is going to be like... Hold up. What the You're fuck is your end game demon. here? Yeah. 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 And would probably use that against him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yellow eyed demon conveniently has a schedule, much like the way the season works. He doesn't want to get shit done until <laughs> er, like late spring, early summer. You know? Gotta get that cliffhanger in. He's gotta he's gotta wait until the crew's ready to go, you know, ready to start work on the next season. So yeah. the point is is that uh he's not ready. He's got like things to do, people to see. He doesn't want Sam to catch on too early. Right. He wants to unravel it. All of all these like I'm here to seduce the hero to the dark side villains have one thing in common. That is, I gotta slowly make them see my way. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah. I've gotta slowly convince them that this is their destiny. They're gonna go bad no matter what. Mm-hmm. They have anger in their heart. Blah blah blah. You know. And Sam does mention that. Like, yeah. Sam. The reason Sam wants to keep hunting is because now it's his destiny. Yeah. Right. And. Dean is like, fuck destiny. Yeah. We're going to go to Amsterdam and get high as fuck. Yeah, get high and bang chicks. Probably. Yeah. That's the plan. Fuck bitches, get money. It, the flip, the script is flipped from last season. It really where has. Where Sam was like trying to get home. Mm-hmm. Trying to get home, trying to get home. And Dean was like, I'm going to hunt forever. Hope you stay with me. Yeah. Um, but now Dean's terrified that he's going to have to kill Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, cause in that scene where Dean's like, fuck destiny, Sam's like, no, you mean fuck my destiny. Yeah. And yeah. Dean is like a hundred percent bro, bro. <laughs> yeah, totally. Let's, let's actually segue into the, uh, the thing, the thing, the thing, it the, happened. It happened. <clears throat> what were your first reactions, Travis? I mean, I was kind of like, yeah, <laughs> it made sense. It it, it it was something that made sense, and I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds like something John Winchester would say. Yeah, classic John. So, I mean, I wasn't, like, super surprised. Yeah. But I think it, was, it wasn't about what the actual message was. It was about how Sam would handle it. Yes. And that's exactly what this episode was about. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah. I was just like, yep. He went through all the stages of grief, denial, anger, the other stages, acceptance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the other stages of grief. I feel like I can finally talk about my little pet theory. What's that? About why John was just no-show all last season. Because Jeffrey Dean Morgan had other gigs. Well, that. But <laughs> I think that part of the reason, and this is me through my, like, John is a shitbag colored glasses. That's the look of a cat who has landed on your dick. Yep. (laughs) Claws out. Sensitive flesh. (laughs) Um, my theory for like (laughs) we can cut this. Uh my theory like for why John was like no call no show. So many days is that, and this is my like, you know, through the vision of John as a shit back glasses, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, is that he had I don't think he knows the whole story or knew the whole story last season, but he had an inkling 
And he knew that Sam was connected to the demon. Right. Possibly he even realized this in Sam's childhood. Mm -hmm. And was like, couldn't be around. Was afraid that the demon would start influencing him. You know, kind of like a Harry Potter, Dumbledore in in book five situation. Right. 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 Harry has a connection to Voldemort. Mm -hmm. And so Dumbledore is afraid that he's going to see Voldemort in Harry's eyes. Right. That's my personal, like, theory. He he wasn't... So Dean or uh, John probably caught wind of this whole war thing, mm-hmm. at maybe at some point, and was like, "Well, I don't want to be around if that happens to Sam." Well, think about it. Baby Sam in mm-hmm. the nursery, demon appears there. Yep. That's where your wife dies, pinned to the ceiling, and then you start hearing about these other kids who are starting to develop these psychic powers. Except their moms are alive. Yeah. So the demon have, didn't have to kill the mom. The demon wasn't there to kill these, you know, blonde women in white nightgowns. Right. He was there for something with the kids. Now, if I were a total shitbag, <laughs> I would maybe start thinking that my kid is the reason why my wife died. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. As much yeah. as I wanted to protect him and, you know... Keep him from turning evil. There is an inkling of that. Perhaps. Now, this is maybe reaching a little far, but he doesn't say goodbye to Sam before he dies. No. He tells Dean that he might have to kill his brother, which, by the way, is damaging to Dean and Sam. Absolutely. I don't care if the world's on the fucking line. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck? And this is why John Winchester is a worse father than Jindo Akari. (laughs) Anyways, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I'm so glad I got to get that out. And you've been sitting on that for a long time. Since day one, season one. Oh my God. (laughs) was like, ah! Um, So Uh, yeah. I feel like it's Big Boss, Jindo Akari, John Winchester. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Hoi, 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 hoi. Um, yeah, this could just got real Japanese. Hoy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Oh, I have two notes um, for that opening, the cold open, with yeah. Scott and the psychiatrist. Yeah. I believe that, if you believe that, when Scott's like, you don't believe me that I can oh, kill people yeah. with my electricity powers. That is like a classic. Is that a classic psychiatrist thing? That is a thing? classic like, therapy line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe that if you believe that... Yeah. There is no right and wrong. Like, if he had just ended with, like, all right, see you next week, it would have been like, oh, the trifecta. Right. Yeah. Complete. Um, also, tell me about your mother. Jefferson Airplanes. Uh, what song was that? It's Alice. Something go or Ask Alice. Or White Rabbit. I think it's White Rabbit. I think it's White Rabbit. I think I keep thinking it's Go Ask Alice because of the book, but yeah. it's White Rabbit. Right. Um, Let's do some Googling. White Rabbit, excellent song choice. Yes. Feel like the rest of their budget went to yep. that fucking song. Yeah. Yep. That was that song. Ugh, it was so right. good. Such a good such a good song for that opening scene. Alright, what else are you guys thinking about this? Um I do feel like this was classic supernatural. Yeah. Like just what 
like minus like the monster, like the lack of monster aspect. Like you did get that stinger at the end of monster. Yes. Yeah. But this was an episode I feel like is classic supernatural. It was a plot episode, but it was yeah. very much a plot episode centered around like brotherly relationships. Yeah. Classic rock played. Well, there's there's there two was an explosion. There's like two classic versions of you know, supernatural. It's like everything else. It's like you, you have cashmere by Led Zeppelin, but you also have Stairway to Heaven. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so this was like the plot episode that like pulls somebody in and all yeah. that. And then there's like a Freak of the Week episode. Right. Yes. So yeah. those are the two. Yes. Sometimes they intertwine. Sometimes. But. This was not one of those times. Yeah. Oh, something I liked about this episode. I love a good death. Yeah. A good, gory death. And nothing pleases me more than seeing Sam's bloody chunklets fly across the screen, that, hitting I mean, the camera. As shocking as it was, it was kind of funny. It was so yeah. good. It was kind of like, oh, tripwire, boom! Boom! Blood and guts on the screen. Yeah. Yeah, there was like the blood splatter on the cam, like the camera blood splatter right there. Which it's is like, mostly like, a on. pet peeve of mine. Really? When like rain falls on the screen, on the on the camera yeah that bothers me because it like reminds me that the fourth wall exists yeah right. i don't know when it's blood i'm more forgiving well like did, have you ever played smash brothers super smash? yeah super smash brothers yes you know when like you get like a when when, when your character oh, gets yeah, smashed like, out and it hits the, the screen yeah, and you, come yeah. And you like hit the screen yeah that's always fun. i love that's what it reminded me of and i thought it was fun i, I enjoyed it yeah um oh also that whole the scene where Ava comes in, Ava was adorable. Yes. Yeah. But the scene where Ava comes in and Sam's like, "Oh, you must be one of us. One of us. One yeah. of us. <laughs> one of us." Kind of annoyed me because Sam was being so very vague. Yeah. Like he was oh. just like, "Yeah, you're one of us," and she's like, uh, "Excuse me, who yeah. is she's us?" Like, yeah, you've been you've been touched. We're chosen. Yeah, we're chosen <laughs> ones. Way could you have sounded more pretentious? Yeah. When describing your place in the world. Yeah. I feel like Ava would have just said uh, Sam if he had said, "Yeah, you're touched." Yeah, she was like, "Yeah, uh, when I was 14." But what does that have to do with anything? Damn. Ah. Ugh, I was gonna go on the uh, Madonna route. Or touched <laughs> like a virgin for the very first time. Touched yeah. like touched by an angel. Yeah, in the outfield. A fallen angel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 90s. The 90s and angels. What's up with that? Who knows? Oh, and then my last note is the Scott that's... The Scott. The cat that Scott killed was named Mr. Tinkles. Okay. I don't I don't think that was true. I think that was like a silly name Gordon was making up to be like quippy with Dean. Okay. Yeah. Good. Because I'm here to tell you right here, right now. Not a single human in the history of humanity has ever named a cat Mr. Tinkles. Alright. What do you think Ducky's maiden name is? That is... Did a human name her that? No. It's Mrs. Mrs. Ducky Tinkles. Ducky is not married. As we discussed (laughs) earlier on this episode. Did we tell you that in the episode? She is engaged at best. They're not engaged. She is planning a proposal. Don't let Holly know. She is planning a proposal. All right. It's okay. She was distracted. Okay, good. The point is, is that Mrs. Tinkle, Mrs. Tinkles is not a cat name. 
it is what people who don't like cats think cat names are. Yeah, that's right? true. If yeah. you ever hear that in media, that person does not like cats, they're a liar, burn them at the stake. Yeah. Burn them to death. Yep. Oh, Gordon. Oh, another way it's a classic Supernatural episode. Dean is reminded that he is falling short because he's not acting more like his father. Yeah. Yeah. Gordon, at one point, pulls out the whole, you know, I get that it's your brother and you don't want him to die, but if you were half the man your dad was, you would have already killed him. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Gordon. Yeah. Fuck you. Thanks for that. Like, I feel like Gordon puts way too much... He's like one of those people who's like way too much of a diehard follower. Yeah. Like, they would took everything way too goddamn literally. Well, it also, like, clearly John would not have killed Sam by this point. Yeah. Because well, yeah. Sam would have been dead. Like, he has John hasn't been dead for that long. Yeah. He could have gotten him at any time and during season one. Yeah. Exactly. And at the beginning, you know, the very beginning of season two. I think John Winchester is still spinning in his grave from Gordon just using a sniper rifle with a scope from across the street. Yeah. Like, at least, like, move several, like, streets back and yeah, above. go, like, several bo- blocks down. Yeah. Yeah, Although, it's a sniper rifle. You don't have to be, like, on him. Yeah. I mean, well, was the point to kill Sam then? Yes. Or was the point to lure Sam out? The point was to kill Sam because okay. he didn't think he needed to learn, lure Sam out because Dean hadn't attacked him yet. Right, okay. It was you. only when he failed at killing Sam the first time and Dean... Interrupted him and was like, "Well, no, I have. No, I have bait. Yeah, because before okay. that, Sam didn't know anyone was following him. He thought he was fine. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um. Yeah, and like Dean with those pillow ass punches. Yeah. Like goddamn, five punches to the face and you don't at least daze the motherfucker. Yeah, well, he gets Gordon. Dean punches like him. Bloody lip. Yeah, but like to do that, you would still have like some like almost a fucking concussion. I guess so. Yeah. Um, oh, or also, he... uh, yeah, Dean, you need to work on your punches, man. Yeah. Um, I also want to talk about the conversation between Sam and Gordon. Where uh, Sam, where Gordon's trying to give him the, you will definitely turn evil talk. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Sam, at some point, Gordon's like, oh, you're going to kill me, Sam? Well, your brother thinks you're some kind of saint, which, by the way... Killing somebody who's trying to blow you up and has your brother hostage, not quite the same as yeah. just killing an innocent person. <laughs> right? Gordon is kind of an asshole. He has killed several innocent people before, or yeah. implied that he has killed several innocent people. Yeah. So, like, maybe we withhold judgment. Hey, Gordon, maybe this isn't end-all, be-all proof that Sam's going to be the next Antichrist. Mm. Yeah. So, what I'm saying is that your scientific method sucks, and you need some tests, yeah. okay? Don't start out with, will he kill somebody who is pretty morally awful? Start out with, will he kill a baby or a dog? Maybe. Maybe. A salary worker, Mrs. Landingham from West Wing, connecting <laughs> it back. If oh he kills Mrs. God. Landingham, he is the Antichrist. Oh, my God. She is amazing. Wait, is that the one? Yes. At the beginning? Yes. Okay, and then the thing happens? Yes. Yeah, Sam was driving the other car. Yes! <laughs> That's what I was getting at! Uh, that joke's going to be hilarious if you watch The West Wing. Yeah. Did somebody order some wings? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Connected um, all the way back. 
But yeah, Gordon, this is such, Gordon has such like a, I mean, his, his positioning's so weak. I know I posed that question of like whether or not Gordon was right, but yeah. like, no. You can't, you know, this, this idea that like. Like, no pun intended, Gordon is all black and white. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, like he is like, if you kill someone, it's murder, unless I do it, but I'm a murderer, so yeah. I'm fine with it. Well, yeah. I've killed several people, but if you kill one person who's attacking you, yeah. fuck you, Sam. I know, right? But we know that Sam was never even planning on killing Gordon because he called the police. Right. Leaving a dead body there would have been a terrible plan. Mm. Yeah. Um, to, to try to get the police off your trail. And so, yeah, Gordon's going to spend some time in jail. Yeah. Sam's like, he'll probably be there for a long time unless he breaks out. Yeah. In the supernatural universe, it is crazy easy to evade the law. And I assume their presents are made of balsa wood. Yeah. Probably. Breaking out of prison in real life, even back in 2006, was not that easy. I mean, it's never been easy. Unless, no. unless you were fucking John Dillinger or something. Like some other people, maybe. Breaking out of prison is not easy. No. No. The guy from Shawshank Redemption, I guess. Yeah. But even he had a struggle with it. Yeah, that it, was what it, that movie was no, about. No, it took him decades. It took him, yeah, decades, see? Yeah. Very hard. Very difficult. He did have a fucking, uh, what, a rock hammer? And the voice of Morgan Freeman. Encouraging him. Yeah. Yep. The only thing, the only thing that was missing out of, uh, Morgan Freeman's dialogue from all of Shawshank Redemption. You've, I've, I'm guessing both of you have seen the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a real good, slow titty sprinkles. Titty sprinkles? Titty sprinkles. That was not my Morgan Freeman voice. Um, no, have you seen the guy that can impersonate uh, Morgan Freeman? And he can, per- like, it's like spot on. It straight up sounds like Morgan Freeman. And I then haven't. he. No, he says, like, the most ridiculous phrases. Like, I think he does, like, porn genres. And then he'll do, like, more wackadoo things like titty sprinkles. Titty sprinkles. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Nice. Overall, I enjoyed this episode. No Freak of the Week. Yeah, no, there was no Freak. No Freak of the Week. But I do want to take a minute. I looked up the actresses, the guest actresses for this. Yes. You got, um... Not Leah Remney. Not Leah Remney, who plays Ellen. That is not Ava Wong. <laughs> Samantha Ferris, um, who is known for Nina Jarvis in the Forty Four Hundred oh. and Ellen in Supernatural. Nice. Um, but she's been in a lot of stuff. She was in. She did the voice of Sally Poe in Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. Hell yeah! Which I was shocked to see. Hmm. Um, she was also in. Uh, Smallville, The L Word, uh, uh, Battlestar Galactica. So she's done a ton of stuff, um, which is cool. Good to see she's getting some work. Uh, she is beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Beep. Which we were talking about. And then uh, Catherine Isabel, who plays um, Ava, mm-hmm. is actually a bit of a scream queen and has been in lesbian cult film. Ginger Snaps and Ginger Snaps 2 Unleashed. Oh. And I was like, oh, that is where I've seen her before. Nice. She's also been in Hannibal, Freddy vs. Jason, 30 Days of Night, Dark Days, American Mary, and uh, has been nominated for Best Actress, including in Fangoria, 
Chainsaw Awards, Scream Fest Horror Film Festival, and Toronto After Dark Film Festival. Nice. So that's kind of cool. I like to, especially when it's been, you know, years. It's been years since this episode came out. Over yeah. 10 years at this point. See where these people are. Yeah, see where yeah. these people are. Especially mm-hmm. since I want to see if the, like, the, the, you know, that truism about, like, supernatural, like, guest stars leave the show and go on to have great careers. Right. I want to see if that's true. Well, like, didn't you say last week Gordon was in Yeah, Black Sterling Panther? K. Brown was in Black Panther, and then mm-hmm. This Is Us. He just was nominated for a, I want to say Emmy or nice. Golden Globe for that. One of those. Yeah. So, like, I think he won it, actually. I think he won the Emmy. Yeah, So, like, right. he's, his career is really taken off. And it just proves, like, you got to put your nose to the grindstone if you want to make it as an actor. Yeah, put That's your nose true. to the grindstone. You got to work for years to some get some recognition. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. Gordon, I mean, Gordon is definitely a recurring character on Supernatural, but it's still a pretty bit role. Yeah, like, he's yeah. only in like three episodes, I think. No. What? He's in more than that. What? Yeah. So he breaks out of prison. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so overall, very good episode. Any final thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, hopes, dreams, uh, foolhardy fantasies? No, I think I got them all out. Nice. What about you, Ben? You're about to say titty sprinkles, aren't you? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all my thoughts. I got through all my notes. Yeah. Yeah, no free of the week because the monster was Gordon. Yep. Yeah. We already talked about him. He's not a monster. Yep. He's a human. Ah. Uh, but isn't it also true that the monsters <laughs> <laughs> are humans? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's not threatening enough. Uh, oh. All, All right. right. Travis. Yeah. The next episode uh-huh. is called. What's it called? Playthings. Playthings. What's it about? Sam and Dean are on an island with their friends. And they wander into a cave where they see like a weird image of like a dude who tells them a prophecy. And then they go on this crazy adventure where they travel to different worlds and meet a whole bunch of people and uh, unfortunately one of their friends falls into the darkness and they have to save her is this just is something, something wicked way something wicked this way comes no nope. is this and then the line the witch in the wardrobe uh, <laughs> and then no, this is the magician's and then, nephew. So to save their friend from the darkness, they take the darkness on themselves. Is this the Green Mile? No. Is this the magician's the and, book series? Man, you guys are way off. And, I'm just uh, having fun with it at this point. I'll try to leave out keywords, but I'm about to have to spoil it. And so Sam and Dean uh, become heartless and then are able to overcome that to save the day and save their friend. And <laughs> this is so obscure. What the fuck is I'm being as vague as possible and it's Kingdom working. Hearts? Yes, it's Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I, never, uh, I, never... I was about to start going into like nobodies and Organization <laughs> 13. 
<laughs> See, um, we're not just we're just not as big of weebs as you are. So fucking, fucking nerd. <laughs> nerd. Been... Yeah. What are you gonna do? Pull out your body pillow show everybody. The... Well, <laughs> now that everyone knows about it, I might as well <laughs> share with the rest of the class. Well, Travis, uh... I don't know if the plot to Kingdom Hearts is gonna happen next week, but if it does, we'll find out next we'll, week. We'll talk about it. Yeah. On hey ass, but. Where can you find oh, yeah. us? Where can you find us? Benjamin. You find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Fluffy Bunny. That is M R F L Y B U N N I E S. circumstances jesus fucking christ i don't know what to tell you like why is your remedy for everything (laughs) vomiting god it's not that is just oh i'm just telling you you're like oh my stomach hurts i'm gonna vomit oh i'm drunk i'm gonna vomit oh i have the hiccups i'm gonna vomit every time you're like i don't feel well i'm gonna fucking vomit now i feel better that is fucking insane guys i have something very important to tell you what's that